Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Partners, a show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, and using Zoom to have weekly conversations. Welcome to our conversation. It's your boy Tiz up here with my boys. Yo, it's your boy Pat here in Southeast Virginia um, and down here. Uh, with my homeboy, he's up in Blackstone. What up, Face? Ain't that man. This space right here, Southwest Virginia Apparel Creative Property Manager, doing our thing. Oh man! And for uh, for those that are audio listeners, for that are, that are not blessed enough to be the Patreon people, that can see this right now. Oh my God! Y'all had to be here for the call over. So if y'all y'all gonna have to bear with me at the beginning here. Um, whoo! It's, our it's, our our take before this. Man, we're gonna have some bloopers for, for y'all on Patreon, man. This is a this is a oh, class. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest to our uh, viewers and stuff. I I fucked that shit up, y'all. Right? But it was it was hilarious. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so basically, we're gonna get into it, man. I, I don't even see no need in wasting no time. Uh face, what's our first topic for tonight, man? Oh, thing going on in sports was Mike Tyson and Roy Jones back in doing their thing. Uh-huh. I saw the fight myself. Yes. It was pretty good. Um, not what people expected, but I expected just what it was. Um, I had saw an interview before I actually watched the fight. Um, an interview with Faison Level on a different platform. I'm not going to make the platform, of course. I'm not going to get anybody else from on off the platform. But I'm going to interview with Faison Love. And Faison's view of it, he was like, it's all state. He was like, it's not going to come. No one's going to get knocked out. They're going to set it up so it could be a rematch for the money. He was like, so his main question, like, where the money going? And the question was, the money going to charity? He was like, okay, where's the pay-per-view dollars going? Every cent ain't going to charity. Somebody True. can tell them. Somebody got to like, get paid. Well, yeah. I was like, that, that may be a good, that, that's a good kind of angle because at the end of the day, so a lot of these sports nowadays are staged. Who's saying they can't stage boxing that they've been staging pro wrestling? You feel me? So... After watching the fight, I couldn't see how Roy was going back. Tyson gave his all. Roy did his Roy thing. Roy's moving like Roy. I ain't going to say Roy of old, but he still got the flow of Roy. They got muscle memory. They've been boxers for years and years and years. Champions on champions. But from Roy's ball, Tyson's power still ain't. Tyson's power, it, it ain't to be played with. Mm. You can see what was hitting him in his jaw and his ribs. He was hurting Roy. He was, he was giving Roy something. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was giving him something. Now, I'd love to see a good old Tyson knockout and Roy laying on that canvas. <clears throat> I'd just love to see. I would love to see Man. Tyson come back with one of them bitches. You heard me. But Tyson was trying to set up for another exhibition. So I would love to see that second one. Also, <clears throat> the same night, what's his name? Logan Paul? Mm. Uh, knocked out the basketball boy? Knocked out Nate Robinson? Logan Paul. Luke Paul. Look. Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, the one that Lincoln fight. Park, yeah, knocked out, <laughs> <laughs> knocked freaking out Lincoln Park. Um, now that, that was one of the most ugly. I haven't seen a knockout that bad since uh, when Pacquiao got put to sleep like that. Mm. Like one, that was one of the ones where you was like, um, we might want to call somebody. Like that don't look like he gonna be all right after this. Like he gonna have some. Uh, some damage going on. Like he 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 gonna dunk no more. I think but that's see, it. That jumper gonna be I, gone. Equilibrium will never be the same. I'm seeing that fight different than most people because most people was like, "Yeah, Nate Robinson gonna give some." Why would you even think that Nate Robinson's not a boxer? He hasn't trained a boxer. I knew he was gonna lose. I didn't know it was gonna be that quick. I thought he was gonna be more on the. I get in there, the lights make me freeze up, so I'm gonna back off more, so I'm going to be more of a <laughs> posture, covering up a lot on the ropes, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. When he ran out head first like that, I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. The opposite no to how he, he done went completely fight or flight. Them lights done went on, and he just see, I got to hit him. And he done went back to the streets, not remembering, like, this dude has been boxing professionally for the past two years. Like, he's been literally training as a boxer. Like he's a you know a joke online with the YouTube stuff and he would you know ha ha he 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 he's real controversial and all that but 
when it comes to boxing, like he's not there to play. Like you play basketball. They was that Snoop or somebody said that on the uh broadcast. You play basketball, you don't play boxing. But boxing is <laughs> and they went in there and got lumped bad, bad. Now on the Tyson and Jones, I see it similar but different. I definitely see it as it's, it could have been stayed, you know what I'm saying, for the rematch. It would make sense, especially on the exhibition side of things. Like, that, that's something that could definitely happen in an exhibition-style fight. However, what I saw was one fighter that took it dead serious and trained as such. Like, Tyson, when I watched them, like, little fake 24-7s they had for the fight, Tyson was in there with, like, electro-stimulus therapy, and, like, he was doing, like, some old next-level stuff to train for this fight and get his body ready. Whereas Roy was just like, you know, I'm gonna be I, you know, I, I, I he he ain't gonna be good as he, he ain't gonna be that good at, you know, in six weeks anyway. Then that fight got stretched out and they gave Tyson more time. And I think the difference in training, the difference in mentality, and the difference in I am a natural heavyweight. I am built to carry this much weight. I'm coming in at 220 solid pounds, and this is what I walk around at. Like I had to come down for this. As opposed to, I'm packing on quick muscle and quick fat real quick to get up to weight. But this is not my walk around weight. My walk around weight is 185, 180. So, like, Roy is not, yeah, he's strong, but it's a different level when you're knocking out 270 pound men for a living and you are pushing your body to its limits to get up to that at the end of your career as it was. And now you got to fight the baddest man on the planet. I saw Iron Mike beating the crap out of him in them ribs and them body blows taking the toll in the first half of the fight. And I saw Tyson say, you know what? I can hurt this man right now. We both old. Let me lay off. Show mercy. Let me let him get off some stuff real quick and let him shine a little bit. It can be fixed. But I, I just saw two old men. One of them took it serious and realized if I keep hitting this man for real, it's going to get ugly. Let me just let him get off some shots and do a little, you know, get, get his little moves in so that the, the people can, the, on pay-per-view, can get what they seen and let me get him out of here. Because at the end, like, for it to be staged for a rematch, Roy didn't look like he won't no rematch in that hour. That <laughs> interview. Roy looked like he wanted to get the hell up out of there. Roy kept, Roy cut his gloves off. Roy was sitting there like, yeah, you, did, did it hurt? Yeah, you know, everything he did yeah, hurt. His head, his head hurt, his leg hurt, his arm hurt, his head. Like, you, did y'all peep that? Um, did y'all peep that interview where the um dude was about to interview Roy and was like, Hey, how do you feel about people saying that you um that you might look a little worried or nervous? And then and Tyson came in, it was like, Y'all worried about him? Shoot, he's been he's been boxing. I, I'm just now getting back to, but I haven't boxed in three years or whatever. And I'm sitting there like, you Mike though, you Mike, no. you Mike Tyson, you Mike though, you know. This but one, the winner of the night was Snoop. Go off on Bruce and TK Kirkland. Um. But the white man said, "Man, ain't nobody worried about Goliath." And went back to Roy on his ass, and Tyson just sat there like, "Why you ain't get buck on hell?" Get all tough. You would be be mean to Boosie and TK. Um, uh, and probably camarader- camaraderie between between boxers because they respect each other. I, no, I, that's you, I'm talking like. about that white the white man that was interviewing him, Jim Gray. Oh, oh, that guy. Oh yeah. yeah. I was peeping. I be peeping the little the little slick talk, a little shade. Oh, true. Doing Tyson like yeah. that. But you got to expect your reporter to try to bite, try to get Tyson to act as Tyson fo. But you don't want the Tyson of old to come back because that Boy. was an uncaged beast animal. That was an mm. animal. He said, I want your <laughs> kids. First of all, pause. Second of all, on no level is that a sane thought. From the disgusting to the disgusting. It's just oh, no way to look at that as like, oh, that made sense. No, you you going to eat what? This is what I remember of Tyson. Remember when he used to beat niggas up and that, after the fight, he used to give him a kiss on the cheek? Man, you know how the moral is that. Remember that? 
How you gonna go home to your shit? mama? Nigga, she Bray will beat up and kiss by this man on national TV. That's where Bray Wyatt from um, wrestling took that shit from. Yo, he was the which first one is worse? Abigail. Which one is worse, yo? I don't the know, kiss. man. Definitely the kiss. The kiss. I signed up for the boxing match. I didn't sign up for you to kiss me, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir, look here, sir. Look, look. I feel you, man. Look, you done did all you can do to me, man. But hey, hey, man. Come son. on. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Like, we, we don't need to know each other like that, champ. It ain't it ain't, it ain't going to be all that. You going to have to catch me yeah. while I'm knocked out to do all that. Like, I, I'm going to be with you. On the handshake, yeah, good fight, man. You, 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 you got me, champ. You beat me up. Like, I'm going to have to go to the hospital for this. <coughs> oh, you you want to... Hey, hey, well, we're going to have to just fight again then. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. I'm going for the championship again because I'm going to have to take these lumps. What you have that's, to do is kiss on me. That's no, some saying. psychological no. shit right there. That's no, the, I'm fucking with your psyche. I don't mean no harm, and this going to sound... <clears sorry. throat> Excuse me. This is going to sound challenged, but... uh. Yeah, my daddy ain't kiss me. I'd be dead gone if some random man gonna be kissing on me. I don't care if it is tight. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on that one. I'm gonna I'm stand. I'm gonna ten toes down on that one. Right, right there. That you know, everybody got their line. That, that that's my line. That that that's where it is. I I didn't. I don't know where it was, but that, that's where it is right now. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna kiss me. He said, I eat um, your kids and then said, hum, do a law afterwards. Like he called on a law afterwards. He called on his God after that. He said, he did put you in the headlock. <laughs> he bought off, he bit off somebody's oh, ear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I had to, I had to be barbaric on him. You know, it's just, it's just, you know. Oh, man, I feel like that nigga, um, I feel like he was right about that. I'm sorry. By who? I may be controversial. <laughs> I still say Tyson was right to bite that nigga hair off. That's a big head to keep headbutting somebody in that. I, I, I'm not going to say it was right, but what I will say is when Tyson complained the first time about you headbutting him, sir, you knew you was in there with Tyson. You know he's not a rash, he, at least back then. And now, I'll be honest, for the most part, he seemed pretty clear and lucid. But at that time in his life, he was not the most clear <clears throat> cognitively. He may not be the person you want to keep headbutting. He don't warned you. Like he don't. He said, "All right, now." He took your punches, but hey, your head. He keep headbutting. He keep head. I, I remember he kept doing like this. <clears throat> I was like, okay. <clears throat> and then they said, "Got no." I got the pit bull came out and it was around. <laughs> like that's how you know you deranged. Cause at first I thought it was a mistake till he spit the mouthpiece out to get a better grip. He's like, "Oh, I ain't, I ain't get him good. Hold on, hi." <laughs> the bottom, the top was numbed up. I used to be rubbing on your, rubbing on your ears, dog. You mean ain't feel bad? Let me bite this shit for real. Let me get another sink in. I can bite this shit off. What did what the say? Gristle? Ain't no gristle right there. Gristle. Yo, but I is. The one good thing out of this was um, I feel like Tyson needed this and it it cleared him up. But I was reading something about it, like him getting focused. It gave him it made him feel like he had purpose again. And I know as a man, that's one of the key things you really need, you know. So I I feel like I'm just glad I'm just glad nobody hurt. I'm just glad. Well, somebody hurt, but (laughs) I'm just glad that, you know, he got it. He he seemed like he got something for his soul out of it, you know, because I've been kind of keeping up with, with podcasts and stuff like that. And he he really gets in deep about himself sometimes, yeah, yeah. like a tortured soul. So that's one good thing I like about that shit. Huh? That's dope that you say that. Like I, I can relate to that. Like I feel like mm-hmm. that's what this me. like this podcast venture we are on and like trying to build his partner's brand. Like, I feel like that's, I, I can understand where he coming from and then where you feel like I need, I need that. What's my, what's my legacy? What's my thing that I'm going to mm-hmm. do? <clears throat> like I had this one thing. I, I did, I've done that. What's the next thing that's going to drive me. So I, I, I feel you on my that. mark, my mark in history. Heck yeah. Yep. All right. Random topic that I was going to bring up or whatever. What up? Uh, and it's funny because Faith brought it up earlier um, pre-production, but um, that nigga Young Thug, man. Young Thug said he don't listen to nothing. Andre 3000, and I beg to differ. Everything about him 
looks like Andre 3000. But what um oh, what happened? he said what can can you yeah get he, into that he you know um TI podcast expeditiously mm-hmm. he was he was up there and I just seen like a scene from it and he said he don't fuck with young thug uh young thug don't fuck with Andre because he feel like Andre um likes getting his ass kissed instead of kissing ass meaning that um T.I. said, you you did a song with Elton John, but you can't do a song with Andre. And he was like, well, see, the thing about Elton John is, uh, this is my voice, a young thug. The thing about Elton John is he likes to kiss ass. Like, he likes to say, hey, I like that song. Hey, I like what you did with this. He keeps up with it. You know, he likes to kiss ass. Uh, with Andre, he said he likes his ass kiss. Like, I feel like, he might have reached out one time and he had to go through the business line, protocol line or whatever. And he felt some type of way about it. But that's how he feel about it. But nothing about Andre, uh, nothing about Young Thug and his music tells me that he never listened to Andre 3000. Not everything oh, he, he do. Oh, he yeah. Did. <clears throat> he wouldn't even be able to get away with a lot of stuff he did if, if Andre hadn't came through with, with the uh, furry pants and uh, shoulder pads and the weird stuff back in the day. And everything Andre ever did. Yeah, um, he personally offended wow, that was... Andre, my favorite rapper of all time. He personally offended me with that bullshit comment. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the first thing I was thinking. I'm just... He sound like a woman scorned. <laughs> hey, it's not all that. Why you throwing shade, bro? You throwing shade, boo boo. Put your skirt down, champ. Literally. You got to do what you got to do. Buddy. You want to do, do what you got to do to get a verse. Do what you got to do. I'm sure people want verses from him, and he make them do what he got to do. Oh, well. You don't just throw a verse out just to anybody. Maybe Dre, at the time you wanted a verse, Dre was like, nah, I don't know who he is right now. But you talking about they, keeping they said several people. That Dre has commented on his work and said and big up Young Thug on several occasions. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, Andre Andre said he all he listened to was Young Thug at one time. So I'm uh, I'm confused about it. I, I mean, I will say if Thug was keeping up with Dre, then he know that Dre is in a space where he's not really working with much of anybody because he's like on some he's trying to find what his new sound like, what he's going to do now like he's experimenting right now so he don't really have he's not in the space to like really do nothing else like he in one of them artistic spaces where he's like filling stuff out or something like that i, I read that like maybe a couple weeks ago it was completely random but if thug was doing his due diligence he'd kind of understand you know i don't think it's personal it's more just this dude is just in a different space right now he's not working with anybody like i don't think it's something like i wouldn't work with thug i think it's more I'm not working with anybody right now, and I just, you know, I get to you yeah, when I yeah. come out when I come out of this space. But yeah, when I finish um, playing my flute in Manhattan, Soho, Manhattan, you understand yeah. me <coughs> with my overalls on, yeah, and my hard bottom dress shoes, and my quarantine, my quarantine beard, big facts with the mask, of course, hmm. and a straw hat. How can he play the flute with the mask though? That's what I'm trying to talk to the side. It's Andre Champ. That is true. The man got away with parachute pants made out of fur, orange, yellow, and pink fur, and shoulder pads. And that was his outfit. And he made that work. No, I'm talking about before Caroline. This was in, uh, (laughs) who was that? The Rosa Parks video, I think. It was either in that video or the Spirit on the Barbie video. I remember that. Don't pull the thing out unless you pay the bang. I'm telling you, he was in that Badu phase, and he ain't never get back right. Like, he was ahead of the time way 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 before you mean to tell me you don't like i love what you are i love what you ain't you so Anne frank let's go hide out in the attic for two weeks speaking of love Mm. uh so you know call me a sap simp whatever but i've been going through some uh some therapy lately man and like i was having some issues with like feeling confidence and like feeling that uh that vote of support from my wife right and it was weird like right after one of my sessions i was saying that that was an issue i was having and then immediately after that out of nowhere like random later on in the day i hadn't even talked to the wife about nothing 
she just came and started affirming me out of nowhere and was like, you know, I really proud of you. I see what you're doing with the podcast. I see what you're doing at your job. You know, as a dad, like, I really appreciate you. <coughs> like, And it was like, you know what? That's why I married you. And it made me think, like, as a married man, like, I know, like, why I married my wife. I know, like, the trials and tribulations we done been through. But, like, I'm always curious as to, like, see, like, from other Black men, like, why... Are you into marriage? Why are you not? What are your thoughts on marriage? Like, like, face, why did you get married to your to the woman that you picked? Like, out of all the women you could have had in your lifetime, um, what made you know that this one was that? And then, I guess for you as a single man, like, what made what has made you not deem a woman worthy of? taking that next step with them up until now in your life? Uh, either one of y'all. Uh, well, I'll take it first. Yeah. Um, well, growing up, I, I wasn't around marriage, so that institution wasn't something I was raised around too much, so it was always me for me. But growing up, as we get older, you see other things. You were married before me, so I looked at that something as something I could say to inspire to. Cause I, I like the union you and your wife had. I, I like the bond y'all had. I like that love y'all had. So I was like, that's something to grow old. Like, they, they don't nobody want to grow old by themselves. You 60 or 70 years old in the house, you sick. You want to be somebody you can call on. Big so, of course, met, my, met who soon to be my, who was to be my wife. At that point in my life, I wasn't even thinking about marriage. You feel me? She on the other hand, well, she said well, when she met me after we got together, she said she knew me. On the other hand, had no idea. It took me years and years to figure out of making mistakes and growing and maturing that this person was the one who was making me better and was helping me see things in myself that I really didn't see by just being myself. Because at that point in my life, I was, I ain't gonna say lost, but I say not find myself who I found myself to be and who I wanted. Mm-hmm. 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 If I and her and I, I created the family that we have created, I would be in a different space in my life where it could be a lot of multiple things going on. You understand? Because most people will say a single man is like a dog off a leash. I don't look at men as dogs. You feel me? I look at this just like anybody else. I'm a human being, and I just found another human being to make me see how much better I can. So she helped me see the potential in me. So I felt that it was the right thing for me to to take that step and take that forever bone. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when I am sick, that's the person I look to. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got a bad back. My back hurt. That's the person who helped me out. <laughs> so I mean, like at the end of the day, I've had other long, long years of relationship. Eight, nine years of having a relationship with the same person. But never at that one point that I was like, yeah, that's the person I can see myself with forever. I can see her hurt laying beside me when I'm all old and gray and I'm like, I don't feel like you're not the big baby so fucking and me believe that person would do it. This person mm-hmm. I can't. I mean with, with my wife I can see her doing whatever she can do for me to make me happy. And I have no problem doing the same thing for her. That's why I try to go my way to be the best husband I can be. I bite my tongue when I gotta bite my tongue, say the sorry mm-hmm. I gotta say and I try to make sure I go my way not to only make her happy but make sure our, our relationship and our communication is the happiest it can be. It's a con- right. I try to make a conducive environment for both of us to prosper. And it's because of that that I think that she is the one. Because I, I in no relationship with the past, if I, I felt like, yeah, let me let me try to make this work. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what makes like that's the difference. She makes me want to try. But then times oh, I, I look back, I look back on the mistakes I made and I was like, damn, I was stupid as shit. Dumb as hell to make the dumb ass mistakes. Knowing well, you need all, to put that all, on the t-shirt. Make me like, want to try. I like that. Yeah, feel me like that. That's that's the reason. Feel me like I, I I say about everybody anything all the time. The same thing. Anything in life that's worth doing is gonna be hard. If nothing you do in life is easy, it's worth doing because it's so easy to do. Why do it? Yeah, I've taken that road of everything in my life. When I went to, when I went to college, I went in with an architecture major, an engineering. I went to sleep every day in school and got a B plus. I switched my major next semester. Now nah, I can't do that. This is too easy. <laughs> Let me go to something that's totally opposite of what I want to do. Let me go to psychology. 
that that was the challenge. So I went with that. This is my challenge. She is my challenge. She's my forever challenge. Challenges me to become better. Just like your wife told you the other day, she's proud of you for what you're doing with this podcast. Out of nowhere, I'm doing what I got to do. Like, it's just normal for me to try to do this, communicate with y'all. This is just like a secondary thing to me. It's like, <clears throat> I, I, this is natural. All we do right. is converse. Open now, we're putting it out to the public. Right. So, I mean, she's proud of me as an adult for doing something. I'm just naturally doing it. It just feels fun to me, and I'm having and it is entertaining for me to do. That makes me feel like, okay, man, who proud of me? Yeah, That's man. Right yeah, man. I mean that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I think, yeah, I, I think that's a lot of what I married Pooh for, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, well, I, I'll be honest, man. It was a God thing for me, too, like, because the, the literally the first date, like, we hated each other. And then the first date we went on is when I actually knew she was the one. Like, it was like on some happenstance, we ended up actually finally going on a date. Then when we went on our first date and actually hung out for the first time, I was like, oh, man, you the one. And I think for me, like, we were the flip of you and you and your wife uh, face. You know what I mean? Like I was the one that was like, yeah, you the one. And she was the one that was more like hesitant or like, you know, let's, let's wait. Let's make sure it's right. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's not rush into anything. So like, yeah, she the first one that made me try. That's why I like what you said. And like before that, like, and she the first one that tried for me. You know what I mean? What make you not have deemed a woman? Like what, what, what is it that makes you have not made that step with any woman that you've dated or been with in the past? I mean, there's never really anything against the woman at all. Usually, I don't want to say, I don't think that, no, that sounds like it's like I have no self-esteem or something. But I don't want to think of me of having so much ego of saying I haven't deemed in a woman. It's just that it, I've been working on me. Like, I felt like I need to get myself straight before I bring any woman into my madness. You know, like, that would be unfair to that person, especially if I care about them. I need to have my plan right. I need to know where I'm going. You know, at least have that going. I need to have a uh, occupation that is at least supporting me, even if I don't like it or not, like, like I have currently. You know, I need to be able to emotionally be there for when she needs to be and then that in the past couple of years that's just me just building myself up um into the man that I want to be and the man that I am now to even get to that point now mind you I have been dating here or there or whatever but mm-hmm. it's mostly a friend thing you know what I'm saying uh this and a third I, yeah, nothing too serious, pretty much. Not really trying to stress it. I feel like I'm a person, like, I just go off the, the woman's vibe. I mean, if the woman feels like that, then I go forward. You know, in some cases, it comes situation or circumstance, or it, it just it just never got that deep. You know what I'm saying? We just, a lot of them, we still just cool to the day. Some of them, we don't even get romantic with it but we just still cool like matter of fact like with my all my exes we're we're cool i mean even though we i know my last ex y'all know about you know we were going through our ups and downs but we talked it out and we're you know we're cool i check she checks on me from time to time i check on her everything my ex before her all of them like i really don't have like a problem with women at all if anything i might be a little too comfortable and i'm not I'm not pressing that button, that extra aggressive button to say, hey, come here. But um, I don't know. I kind of did that with the the one I'm chilling with right now or whatever. But like I said, we just we're just friends and not taking it serious or whatever, because right now, like and the, the great thing about it is that majority of the people that have had like an intimate relationship to that point or right. whatever, we were pretty much in the same situation. So. We're not, we have an understanding, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never was like the one that really just jumped at and pursued. And y'all know that too, you know, like, it, it, unless it was one that it just seemed like I have to, I have to talk to you right now, like in, in general. But like, I never really was the one to stress it pretty mm-hmm. much. But I, and I'm not, you know, you do have those times where you feel like, man, I'm, 
fucking by myself. <laughs> this shit is kind of lonely. You know what I'm saying? But at, at the time, I'll, I, at the same time, I'm more like, you know, God will bring me that one when it's time for me to have that one. And, right. and that's, that's always, that always proves to be right to me. There is a, there's a quote. I've been reading this book. I'm about to go nerd on y'all for a second, but it's a quote. Go ahead, that, go ahead, go ahead get the book out, champ. All right. It's a quote. I've been reading, um, you know, I'm an X-Men fanatic, right? In this book, uh, one of my favorite villains, Apocalypse, um, e- Egyptian guy, uh, survival of the Phyllis or whatever. He and all the mutants are living on this island as one nation, like on some nation of Islam. Uh, we need to just find our, our own country and just deal with that. So they all like even the villains, like all even the villain mutant. Yeah, is now they got a whole nation in this story or whatever. In this past situation, whatever, he is come across um they're battling this 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 hellish dimension that took over his kids and his wife that he had before. So they're like going against each other. So he mm-hmm. says this quote, like in the beginning of these X books, there's always a quote from like one of the main characters in the book. And mm-hmm. to start it off. And then as you read the book, you understand why. But this is what Apocalypse said. Find the most fearsome challenger in all of creation and make her your wife. Lie down at night beside your greatest threat. Make love to your fate. Apocalypse. Well, Apocalypse a G. <laughs> and yes, he is in this, in this, in this. You um, understand me. Apocalypse in, in this, putting down them bars. In this story, yo, yeah. Like, but you know what though? Like, that, the nugget I took out of that is the challenge of like, mm-hmm. I think the key to any, any well to me, any woman that's good for you is going to challenge you in some way. Like they're not going to be the one that like allows you to just do whatever you want. Like you're going to have to like, it's going to be some compromise. It's going to be some push and pull if it's actually right because they're not going to be about the bull. You know what I mean? So, like, I I definitely, I I feel Brother Apocalypse on that one for sure. For sure, for sure. That was deep. I also, uh, something you touched on earlier, too, is just uh, when you said that you was working on you, I think that's the key, too. Like, a lot of people would be, like, pressing. Oh, I I, got to get some money. Let me, let me. No. Most of the time, the right ones come when you're focused more on like improving yourself and making yourself be the greatest. Then the greatest uh-huh. ones will pop up out of nowhere because they'll they'll sense that energy, they'll see that that drive, they'll see that shift in momentum, and they'll be on the same wavelength themselves. You know what I mean? So you you, you preaching that good word over there, young Pat. For the next uh, quick little hit here, man, have y'all heard about Chappelle's battle with Netflix slash Comedy Central? And yes. Have, and have y'all seen the Unforgiven? Uh, I, I, I seen I that G move. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, it's a G move. Uh, manifesto. I, I I don't know, but um, Chappelle is becoming like the modern, like the real black leader of our times, slowly but surely. And I know that sounds weird because he's a comedian, you know, his Mm. trade is not that. But as far as somebody who is intelligent enough to both articulate in the masses vernacular and the vernacular of the elite, who is poignant enough to like, really like, I don't care, I'll speak truth to power. And who has the mentality of like, I live on a farm. I'm not really that pressed about the big money that I can lose. Like I'm more worried about doing the right thing. Like people will come see me at my farm and I'll do shows here and still make my little money to be all right. So like, I've never seen nothing like this in my time. Like there's been a lot of people that like, they say stuff, but they always like sugarcoated or beat around the bush or they, they tiptoe like, man called Netflix and said, hey, I need y'all to take that down. And his word and integrity is so high that Netflix, this million dollar company that normally would do business with Viacom, would do business with Comedy Central, was like, all right, you got your back. Keep on giving us your comedy mm-hmm. special. We got you. We'll pay you. Like, okay. That is, I've never seen nothing like what he is doing. And it's like, 
kind of like flying low key under the radar. Like Pete, it's big news. Obviously, it's in the news, but like on the day to day, you don't really hear people like giving that man his flowers. I just wanted to, yeah. What y'all think on that? I'm saying, feeling like in our time, he's feeling like a little bit big, like You feel me? As a comedian, feel me in that realm. And speaking his mind as far as that and being intelligent enough to articulate it the way he does. That's a big mantle. Yeah. So uh, I mean the the stance he takes is a true stance. And he keeps it a hundred on, on, on and in places that a lot of people won't or are scared to in his position. Big facts. Yes, sir. But he, he he's like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I can say what I want. <laughs> what you gonna say? Okay, say it. Am I lying up? You can't say I'm lying because it's the truth. <laughs> but you, man, I'm telling the truth now. The truth hurts. I want to see what HBO Max going to do. Yo. See if they're well, going to mm-hmm. Yo, the power in his freedom that to say whatever the fuck he wants, yo, just because the, the, the impact of him saying no to another season of Chappelle's show disappearing and then coming back even stronger to the point that you can tell those people, hey, I'm not getting no dollars from this. Take that shit off. You know what I'm saying? And then put another business on Front Street, like letting them know that these people are just businessmen. They don't care about, you know, the art. They don't care about the artists. They don't care if I get a dime or if my family is eating off of my art. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that because he he's an artist. He's an artist with his comedy and everything. Mm-hmm. He can he's he's so strategic with it and it feels natural. That's that's the crazy thing about it. But it's everything has a point. There's there's always he it's going to be some little small mm-hmm. thing he says in the beginning. And at the end it's going to hit you even harder. Like yeah. he's. And then he could just simply talk about stuff. That that wasn't even a, a stand-up. That's what I, I was like. I don't know what the call is. It's not a stand-up special. It's just like he but got up there and just was like, hey. That's the power of his freedom. What it is. But I'm going to truth for it, but come on here. He, he captivated. Like, <laughs> literally, from start to finish, I couldn't stop watching. And he was, like, not making me laugh at all. I was just like, tell me more, Dave. What else they do, Dave? He did that day. Like, by the end of it, I just wanted to rally with him. Like, well, I ain't watched it on. I hadn't watched it on Netflix anyway, but now I'm definitely not going to pull it up because I was definitely thinking about it. I was like, oh, they done made it easy. Oh, we about to get back in. Oh, man, I was about to get my Tyrone Biggles on. Yo, that's Remember when they used to uh, call me Chappelle at ODU? I used to oh, be yeah. offended. I used to be offended at that shit. I, yeah. I'll take it as an honor now. I'm honored. I, <laughs> I mean that. Last uh, topic. I wanted to bring this back up or whatever because when we first talked about it, and I'm talking about juice. Uh, I said juicy. Ah, uh, Gucci versus Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, yo, Juicy J. <laughs> Juicy. Yeah, I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type back. I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type back. Juicy J got a new album out. That shit hard though. Anyway, you was just thinking about OJ the Juice Man and Gucci. <laughs> I was combining <clears throat> when combining Jeezy G- with Gucci. That's what I did. But um, Jeezy versus Gucci, yo. Like, I think we really need to give Gucci a little bit more flowers because we kind of just like, I feel like both men came there and won the contest they were trying to win, pretty much. Oh, uh, like, like on the musical tip, I feel like, like it was Jeezy, but I feel like Gucci kind of won Atlanta, just like off of what I've been seeing and expressing and people like as far as like the whole story behind it in, in general or whatever, like I, I, I kind of want to give him his flower. Like if I'm, if I took it from the perspective, if I was Gucci and somebody came at me and they pat pat and then 
the person that sent that man want to talk to talk to me now or whatever i'm going face to face and i'm allowed to say my truth in front of them or whatever i don't care if i want anything you know i was able to say hey i did this you know what i'm saying if i if i go at it at that perspective or whatever i i, I gotta give gucci his flowers like on, i don't roll with you on that i, I yeah. definitely think uh i definitely think they both won their perspective fan bases like mm-hmm. if you were a fan of jeezy going in and you were fan, like you've grown with him and you're on that grown man vibe, then you got exactly what you wanted to see from him. Oh. If you are more of a, a trap mentality and you was like, man, F that. Hey, bro, you sent somebody to try to kill me, man. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, if you more of that mentality, it's like, hey, once he go to that level, it's up. You kind of got what you wanted. I think the cool part is at the end of it, they would, they, you know, dapped up and did the icing. So uh-huh. that was that definitely was a moment. And I think with all that's going on right now, as far as violence, I think that was a cool moment to kind of just like show like, hey man, the old dude can do it. And they've been uh-huh. beating for almost 20 years, man. Go ahead and let this. So, yeah, you know, yeah. that was cool, but Gucci got mopped on that. on the on <laughs> So man, them hits, boy. Jeez. <laughs> Hell with them hits. That boy said, man, play something from this. Play something new, man. You got all them old hits. He was like, man, but they all classics, though, man. Hit me with a hell. Damn. Another one from 02. Smacking your face. Oh, the 05. Smacking your face in. Kicking his butt with them hits, man. Them hits wouldn't stop. I was like, every time another horn drop, oh, he got him again. Oh. And I love Gucci. But mm-hmm. I don't love him like that, I guess. Because uh, yeah. he was playing out like, well, you, you dug this one out the crate, did he, with this? I'm like, this, for you, this for your real, real fan. Like, my, you know, my cousin Christian might have known this one, but I don't, you, you, you miss me with this one, champ. I'm going to go ahead and give me a drink real quick. I'll be right back. You know, uh, hit me up when they go to the next round or something. You know, oh, Jeezy back on, dude. <laughs> That's who's that? Oh, I mean, it was bad. It was bad, bro. It was bad in this household for uh, Gucci, man. I love, hey, I love Gucci and what he stand for, but when when it came to that versus, man, he was, was mildly. Yeah. I'm, I'm only, I'm he, only bringing he it up. He had bro. to pull out that last, like he had to pull out the disc at the end. Like he had to go there, because if not, <laughs> imagine if you done got beat down with these hits. And you don't even address that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. Man. You mind when not come outside no more, man. See your wife out here to fight for you, man. Uh, that is true. Like, look, what I ain't going to do, you ain't, you ain't going to beat me with these hits and think I ain't going to beat you going to beat me with the gangster stuff. What you ain't going to do is keep sitting over here looking like everything's sweet. Hold up. And, and, you, and you, I dig them up and do it again. Look, he was all happy after. He was like, off my chest. Sometimes it's just about that. Sometimes yeah. it's about Quick. Now what Jesus said, Jesus was like, you know, I don't know what that man was feeling, man. I need to get it off his chest. And the, and, the, and the end result was one of the greatest moments in hip hop history that in, in general. Like, and they broke every record. Every record. They, they, they were got beating Takashi awards. If nothing else, let's clap it up for them getting Takashi out of here. Just to get his name off of anything, we can get it off that it's stained. Let's, let's continue to do that. Real nigga shit remains. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that. Hey, you know, let's get your name right off the record books. Thank you, Jeezy. Thank you, Gucci. Now, somebody else come take it. That's fine, but he won't have it. Now mm-hmm. I feel better. Now we bring, I like to go into something. My topic is, is a bunch of little, because we're going to talk about stuff. Here. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Number one thing that pisses me off when the fuck. The toilet paper prices go up. When did they become expensive to wipe your ass? What kind of toilet paper you buy? Double. Remember the prices before COVID. Remember the, and look at the prices now. They, they went up a good percentage. I mean, if, you know, from ninety nine cent to one hundred nine, it ain't that bad. That is you know, true. I, I get, the, I get that Walmart brand with the black. You know, you get like fifty seven rolls. You get that. You know, you get that fifty seven rolls for like you know. 13 bucks. So, no. exactly. so just think of this. 
if Walmart went on their own brand, ten only ten cents, and they also tax their own as much you go across the line. So they're getting double money on top of that. So when another vendor comes in, Walmart's taxing you on top of their money as well. Let's get I got what you're saying. So I'm picking up what you're putting down. Moment, you feel me? So when the fuck did it become expensive to wipe my ass? What? I got a question. I got a question. So y'all Walmarts have toilet paper? Because every time I go to Walmart, it might be you you lucky to see one. Champ, you got to remember, man, you live in a more, compared to us, you live in a more urban area. Like, face, you know, he live out there in in Montana, in Butte, Montana somewhere, you know, in in the middle of the sticks out there where the Unabomber's old shack is. And then, you know, me, I, I live in a small town. So, like, there ain't even so many people out here wiping their ass. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a little toilet paper around. You know, you can find it. It ain't, it ain't that hard. Especially now. Now, when it first, now, when we first got on quarantine and they had everything, like, the, the announcement first went out, like, hey. Oh, no. We had we had to stock up ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom came down. We went to Sound Club. We 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 bought everything in bulk. We, we was we was loaded up. <laughs> but I'd say, man, to be honest, after maybe the first month, we was good on the toilet paper and the main essentials. And then the lights all and came back. Now we can get a little wipe every once in a while. You know, a little spray. You got to get one bottle, but you know you can get it. You know what I mean? We out here disinfected up. You know what I mean? Two plied up. You know what I mean? We all right on that chill. But I didn't realize that. I, I mean, it did go up, but I didn't. Uh-uh. You gotta pay attention to it. Second thing that pisses <laughs> ignorant. Huh? Ignorant. Ignorant. Oh, true. True. Ignorant. Yeah. Not not dumb. Not not intellectually. But people that don't know, motherfucker. So people yeah, that oh, don't in know. Other words, ignorant. No, just ignorant, motherfucker. Oh, so they know, but ignorant. they don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just ignorant. You feel me? I, that's why I, I personally like to stay in the house. I don't like to go outside, but you got to go outside because you got to go to work. So I do a lot of like people that that could know, but they choose not to know. Yes. Yeah. People that cut you off in traffic with no signal and then look at you mad like, what you doing? Like, what am I doing? I'm driving yeah. into my lane. What are you doing? Like uh-huh. a nigga break the rules uh-huh. and get mad at you because you can enforce them. Nigga, you know what you were doing. You you read the sign. Third <laughs> consequences come with this. I didn't tell you to do that shit. I didn't want you to do that shit. Third thing that pissed me off. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> me on this shit. Last thing, third thing that pisses me off. Everybody feels me with it. Kids. Spoiled kids. I ain't nothing wrong with spoiling your kids, especially little black kids that need to be spoiled more because there's too many out there that's not. But god damn it, when the law spoiled, god damn. Mm. Uh, my six and three, mm, six and three. Mm, mm-hmm. My six and three. Mm-hmm. I love them to death, but do I want to just body slam them through a little fluffy couch sometimes? Yes, I do. But I still love them to death. But do I want to body slam both of Yes, I do as well. Well, my son, man, like he be on, he be on my, he be on like the last nerve be right here, and then he be like tap dancing on that one, ready to belly flop on the empty void that is left. Like it, it's it's crazy. And then he give me the look, so I can't be bad, but so but like I be bad, but then it be like he'll do some some some, some silly stuff, or he'll look at me all cute, and then I be like, <clears throat> yeah, I feel you on that one. You you hit a you hit a you hit a nerve with that one, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like I'm mad at you for being spoiled, but then I'm mad at myself for spoiling you. But I feel bad if I don't spoil you because I want you to have everything that I ain't get to have. So then I'm like in that tight spot. Like then when I don't like, yeah, you don't deserve Christmas because you've been sitting here having a bad attitude and fussing back and talking back to me and your mama. But then if I don't give you a big Christmas, then I'm going to feel bad. So now I don't want to be sitting around feeling all sad and guilty because I got to look at your sad face. I got to love you. <laughs> Stupid feelings. <laughs> For people who cannot see what's going on right there, if you look like, oh my God, past face looks hilarious. This is hilarious. 
his eyes is just like, like I don't know what's happening or whether somebody about to kill him or what, but if his feed go out, just know we got it on camera. We got to record it. We will be able to get uh, to the authorities on your behalf, sir. But you look very terrified for saying, I don't know whether a big spider was swooping in or whether you saw Jason or what, but that look of horror, what in the world is happening? In- Are you girl, girl, no, it was, it was cool. <laughs> People moving around in when they interrupt. That's all. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. oh my God, boy. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, before we head out tonight, guys, got to let the people know, got to let the people know on behalf of the partners. Uh, we got new content that's about to be dropping. We got new merch that's about to be dropping. Please, please, please stay in tune with our website. Check it, check it, check it. Uh, you will be seeing new stuff coming from us this week. Um, we got a battle rap uh, blog that's going to be doing, coming out weekly with me where I'll be reviewing battles, uh, talking about the latest topics in battle rap, um, just giving you a hot take on it. Um, you may see the partners on there as well. So, yeah, look forward to that. Um, we got new merch face. Tell them about the new merch we got. Oh, yes. We got new hoodies, new mugs, actually new mugs. We're coming out with new tote bags, um, new reusable shopping bags for people to and from your local supermarkets like Walmart, Food Lion, Target. We have the bags for you on the website as well. Um, we will also be coming out with sweatsuits soon, um, tops and bottom, and still looking out for those face masks. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, on top of the partners merch, repping that face and co. Please oh, yeah. make sure, okay. you know what I'm saying, you go support. Oh, yes. Oh yeah! Like literally, literally dozens of designs up already. Hoodies, shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve, whatever you need, whatever climate you live in, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, get the models. You know what I mean? Go pick you up a a, a Tiz hoodie. You know what I'm saying? You might see a a shirt out there. You know what I mean? Like so, look out for it. Represent. You know what I'm saying? Support, support, support. Um, The more you guys support, the better we are able to eventually, hopefully, you know what I mean, do this full time and be able to really invest more energy into this. So support, support, support your boys. You know what I'm saying? If you got new content that you want to see from us, leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to, um, streaming this from. Um, check us out on all platforms. Um, check out YouTube where we'll see new content rolling out from us weekly on there. Um Check our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anything that you can find us on. Look for the Partners, the Partners Podcast. We out here. Uh, Pat, what you got for him, man? You got anything that I'm missing? Oh, we uh, <clears throat> pretty much covered all the social media and everything, okay. too. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So just man, um, check social media, too, man. We drop content on there as well. So, you know what I mean? If you like to laugh, if you like to just continuously see and hear our perspectives outside of the podcast, can't get enough of our content. You can stay in touch with it that way. Um, yeah, that's all I got for y'all this week. Face, Pat, anything else for our uh before we sign off, guys? Please, please, please. If you do listen to this episode, you gotta re-listen to the beginning with Pat. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And Patreon. That's all I got. Uh-huh. If you sign up for our Patreon, you are about to get a treat when this video drops. Oh my God. And your boy is uh learning video editing. So you may see some funny cuts and uh remixes coming out with some of the blooper reel. So look forward to that on our YouTube and Patreon. Uh as always, it's the partners on behalf of the partners, it's your boy Tiz. We out. <laughs>